Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well-cared-for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Meditations and Musings podcast. This is Elena Lipson, your self-care coach, your inner work mentor. And today's topic is one that is near and dear to my heart. It's one that I have dealt with my own <laughs> on my own journey to becoming a coach to almost everything I do. It's been one of those inner struggles that I have had to overcome not just once or twice, but over and over again. Um, so I know this very intimately. I tend to attract clients who deal with this. And I actually believe that most of us deal with this at some level. And it's not like a switch of a flip and all of a sudden you're done dealing with comparison and doubt. I believe that every level you move into brings up old patterns until you recognize them. So even though I've recognized this pattern within myself, I've really had to learn to hold space with for comparison and doubt for myself and not make it mean that I'm wrong or make it mean that I'm, um, you know, somehow less than or still have a ton of work to do. I think it's actually a great reminder along my own journey that I need to go deeper and I need to continue to trust my own path, trust my own pace, trust my own way of doing things. And so I have all these little tools that I use and I'm going to share some of them with you today um, that... I use to help me get realigned all the time (laughs) with my own inner knowing, my own inner pace and trusting myself. And I'm going to share some elements of trust um, and the way that I teach it so that you can start getting a sense of what you can do about the fact that comparison and doubt are killing your dreams. And I know they are because we are in a time and space um, more than ever now of access to what everyone's doing, how they're doing it, their success, how much money they made, the cars they're driving, like it's just endless, right? When we were um, generations past, we sort of knew people were successful, but we had to like seek it out. We had to turn on the TV and there were certain shows or we would read about people, or maybe we knew people in our own life that succeeded to a level that we wanted to. But now it's like everything is out there all the time, 24 seven, even more than 24 seven, because you could be watching something on, on a screen and holding your phone and you can be like double dose of comparison to other people's lives and bodies and income and relationships and clothing and stuff and constant comparison. So the reason I say it's killing your dreams is because 
when we are distracting ourselves with other people's stuff, we are taking the energy away from being the us that we want to be, right? And not really making and taking time for doing your own inner work. And then you lose even the desire, the, the inner motivation, because it feels so far away, right? Even And we're not taking time to really slow down and appreciate who we are, how we are, what our unique way of expressing ourselves in the world is. We start to feel things like, oh, why bother? Because someone's already doing that. There's so many people already doing what I want to do. And you don't quite get to the next step, right? So I find that the women who are drawn towards listening to me and working with me and being in my circle sort of hit this wall and they are finally gets this point of understanding, wait a minute, like if I'm going to actually claim life on my own terms, I'm actually going to be fully myself finally, like I've given to others, I've done for others. And now I'm, I'm ready to like center my life based on my own inner alignment. So I can say no with ease. So I can choose and discern what I want in all areas of my life with confidence. So I want to invite you into a deeper relationship that has less to do with being passionate about something or being excited about something and then fizzling it out, right? Or like seeing something, somebody do something and you want to do it too, and then you just can't sustain that energy over time because the foundation of faith and trust aren't really there, right? So what I've learned for myself um, in terms of creation and knowing that it's your time to create and do and have exactly what you want is that passion alone is not enough. <laughs> passion is, in fact, is actually pretty unstable, it's like a fire, right? You can't keep a fire burning at a certain level for too long because it just you need fuel for that fire to constantly keep going. That's not how women are wired. We are seasonal and we are cyclical and we have downtime and we have re refresh time, we have nourishing time, we have recharge time, and then we have creation time. And if you can really tap into that, with there's so many great tools out there you can use astrology or you can use human design which i'm going to be delving deeper into for myself but also for my one-on-one -on -one clients and for my circle um, you learn that there actually is a like a soul level blueprint for how you create and that you're not meant to function like a machine that you just keep putting in fuel like a car and keep driving, 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 right? You have to understand yourself better. The many aspects of you, the private you, the public you, the business you, the mom you, who you are, right, is going to define what you attract and how you work in life. So the more you know about yourself, the more you just define and discern your own power source, the more you trust that you will attract with aligned energy versus pushing that rock up the hill. So how do you know when you're not aligned, right? Alignment is like, you know where you are, you know where you wanna go and you see the path to get there. But the journey is requires you to be in integrity. It requires you to trust yourself. It requires you to have faith, right? Because we can, we can point our arrow at something and know we want it, whether it's a dollar amount or a lifestyle we want or some level of success that we want, 
right? But if you are following that path, but you allow yourself to get distracted by comparison, which then cultivates doubt, your journey straight to that, even though you can see where you want to go, you're going to start to mistrust your own way. You're going to start to like ask other people how they do things or you ask or like see somebody else succeeding in a certain way and want to do it their way. That, that's where I've gotten caught up, right? I have in my moments of doubt, even though I have, I know where I am, I know where I want to go. Like I know what my, you know, monthly income, yearly income is. I know the type of uh, projects I want to work on. I can see where I'm going. And if I have a little, like if I look to the side and I compare myself and I say, oh, well, she's so successful and she's someone that I admire and what is she doing? And then I start to try to emulate her strategy or at least the part of the strategy that I see, I lose my own trajectory. I lose my own momentum because I'm now looking at somebody else's way. But here's the problem with comparison. When you're looking at someone else's success, it's like an iceberg. You're only seeing the tip. You're only seeing the part that they want you to see. You're only seeing the external public facing um, choice to share certain elements of their life, their success, right? Even the part that they're sharing that looks vulnerable, that looks like it's real and raw. I think we've learned enough to understand that so many people actually share raw on purpose. They share vulnerable on purpose, right? Even that, because that is kind of, you know, we're wired to hide certain things, right? Like there's no one that's a full open book, even to themselves sometimes. So what you're seeing that looks like quote unquote success in someone else's life is actually just the tip of the iceberg, right? We haven't seen the entire massive rest of that ice mountain underneath the water. We haven't seen their journey, their history, their family story, the limiting beliefs they've had to overcome, the pitfalls, the trials, the failures, the successes they didn't share, um, everything in between, the pain, the loss, the grief, the try things and it didn't work, right? We're only seeing one part of it. So when we're trying to emulate that little tip of their iceberg, we wonder why we doesn't feel like we have the power to create the success and wealth that we want because we're actually only taking into account a small percentage of what they did. But we're trying to emulate that percentage and it does not reflect the true journey. So you start to doubt that you can do it because you're not doing all the million other things that they did, right? And you can't possibly because when you tap into who you really are, right? Your way, your soul blueprint, you begin to learn those basic truths for yourself, right? Getting in touch with that inner part of yourself. And what I find is the closer you are to getting clear, the higher the volume of distractions are possible. Because that there's a part of you that really understands that the more you start to embrace what you really want, that there is a core aspect of you and who you're being that has to change. And so your ego and that part of you that is used to a certain way of being gets really scared, okay? 
And it's totally normal. It's totally normal for your ego and that inner part of you to say, oh, actually, I don't really want that. <laughs> actually, it's too scary. Actually, I can't handle it. Actually, I'm not organized. Actually, I don't want that anymore. Right? Like it's coming. It's like this little kid who is sort of getting close to the destination. They're like, forget it. I don't want it. <laughs> like, it's too much. Right. And that all has to do with the ability to manage your energy. It has to do with focusing on knowing who you are so deeply, but also understanding that the core truth of who you are is not who you were five years ago or 10 years ago. We have to redefine that, right? Especially if you have been through phases of your life of motherhood and marriage and relationship or partnership and um, failed at things, succeeded at things. You know, there's all these, all these versions of you in the past that have to sort of be dealt with and be um, honored and released in order for you to really step into who you are now so that you can own your emotions, so that you can have energy to give to your family, to your children, to your friends, to yourself, to your partner, to your home, right? We are wired differently as women. We can, we can say we, we can compartmentalize. We can say that, but we know that if something's happening in our inner circle of family and friends, that our energy is going to be pulled. So it's more important than ever that you have practices that bring you back to your center so that you can still be there for those you love and for yourself first, right? The more you understand yourself, the more you understand how your energy flows, the more you understand where your trust dips, the more you understand how distraction um, like takes you off of course. And the more you understand how your creative energy flows throughout the day, week, month, quarter, year, the more you will trust yourself to rest deeply when you need to and step away when you need to, the more you'll trust yourself to dive in for, you know, a whole day straight or work at night when you need to, like you won't have all these rules around other, what other people tell you, you will create your own life systems, your own life rules. This is what we do very deeply in the divine self-care circle. And it's going to happen on an even deeper level in 2021 so that you can feel aligned, supported, lit up and seen and, and magical. Like you, when you click in to your own aligned pattern of creation and how you work best, you really start to trust yourself. And when I say trust, I really want to break this down a little bit because this is such a core aspect of what I teach in the circle and what we're going to be focusing on in a huge way for 2021, because we must come back to our own center right now. The world has gone bonkers <laughs> from A to Z and I am seeing either people who are like, wait a minute, shit's going down. I really need to focus on getting back to center so I can be of service to the things that are important to me. Or I see people like literally hunkering down, putting a blanket over their head and not being able to manage. And we want to be able to do that when we need to like hunker down, put the blanket over your head and refresh. Right. But we need to be able to come back to center. So I want to just spend a little bit of time on what I mean when I say trust. What does it mean to trust? Who you're supposed to be trusting? What is it, you know, what does that even mean? So when I say trust, there is a seven 
kind of aspects of trust that I teach. And I'm going to teach on a very deep level. We're going to practice this in the circle. So if you're hearing things that you are interested in, um, I, of course, invite you to the circle now, as I, as I mentioned a, a while back, if you're new here, um, the, the circle used to open only once a year. And I changed that because I've had women throughout the year who, who like hear it, they want it, they need it now. And I want to be a place where you can come when it is time for you to come in. Um, there will be a launch in early January that's going to have some really cool bonuses. Um, but the cool thing about joining in 2020 is that you get 2020 pricing and actually you'll get access to a lot of content before we refresh it for 2021, um, as well as you'll be able to be in our community right away. And then you'll be, you'll have access right away for the 2021 content and calls and all of that. Um, So the pricing right now is $97 a month. It'll go up to $222 a month starting in January. So let me break this down for you. This is going to be a big aspect of what we're going to be teaching, living, embodying, and learning in 2021. So when I say trust, Trust, it means you're trusting seven different aspects. One is you are trusting yourself, which means you're trusting your feelings, you're trusting your own unique way of being in the world, and you're trusting your self-expression as well as your own personal pace of creation. Every artist, every creator, which you are, every human being is a creator. We're creating something, whether it's connection or art or writing or whatever you have a pace that fits you. And once you tap into that, then you start to really flow. The next aspect of trust is intuition. Trusting that you know it, you hear it, you see it, you feel it. Trusting and learning how your intuition speaks to you, but not just hearing it, seeing it, feeling it, but trusting it and being able to act from that place of deep trust. The third aspect is uh, stillness. This is a huge one. And again, this is where like comparison starts to get into this whole realm of distraction. If you can trust that stillness is as important to you as breath and water, then you will make time for it. In fact, I find for me, the more stressed I get or panicked I get, the less still I want to get, but the, the, it's actually opposite. It's actually, it means that I need it even more. So stillness is defined as creating space to receive, creating space to soothe the nervousness and the buzzing energy and a place to heal from distraction. Trusting that stillness is so important, whether you call it meditation or not, doesn't matter. It could be stillness in nature. It could be stillness wherever. Like You can call it what you want to call it, but it's about creating that space to actually hear your inner guidance. Number four is trusting the universe and source. Trusting that you are not creating in a vacuum Trusting that there is magic all around you, metaphor, magic, creation, ideas, and all of these aspects come together. But if you can trust that there's something outside of you, whether it's nature or the signs you receive or synchronicity, um, helpful people, whatever, friends, you know, uh, like angels around us, right, in the form of people, Um, you can trust that you are actually being guided, right? And I have a mantra for each of these. I'm not going to go into that right now because that goes into the teaching of what we're going to be doing in the circle. But for this one, it's basically, I am guided, I am supported, right? So if you can trust that, even though right now you don't know, but you know, you're going to know, like, you know, you have an answer, 
then you, you can start to create with more trust. You can start to say, I can't see the vision right this moment, but I know if I keep going in the right direction, it'll come. Or I don't have the resources right at this moment, but I trust that they're on the way. Like, oh, it, it will just change your entire relationship to everything you create. Okay, number five, this is a huge one. They all are. This is a really big one that I think stops a lot of people in their tracks. And that is trusting the unknown. <sighs> the unknown, it's like mystery, the adventure, the shadow, the fear, the grief, imagination, fantasy. Those are all the unknowns, right? And truly, 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 we have no idea what tomorrow is going to bring, right? There's times where it feels more stable because sort of things are just going along normally, whatever normal means now in this world. But we have been dealing with the unknown for like sort of outwardly unknown, meaning we don't know what, you know, what's going to happen next year. We don't know um, uh, between the election and, and um, unrest politically in the country. Like there's so many unknowns with schools. If you're a parent, have kids, you're dealing with the unknown of school and work and job and where money's going to come from. Like all of these are unknowns. And if you have a, a very tenuous relationship with the unknown in general during good times, it's going to freak you out even more <laughs> during times of stress. So that's another aspect of trust, the way I teach it in the, in the, in the circle. Number six is trusting key, I say key others, not everyone. I will not tell you to go out and blindly trust everyone you ever see. That's a really nice sentiment, but we must be discerning. So it's trust with discernment, right? We have to be discerning um, on who we share our innermost selves with. That's why I say like when you see people sharing authentically on purpose, you know, grief on purpose, they sh people share these things because we've sort of lost the ability to just be ourselves. We feel like we have to turn on, right? So what does it mean to trust key others? It means you enroll key people intentionally. It means you actually say, I want to create this container for us to connect every week or go for tea and like really be friends with intention, right? Inform the people who are invested in your life and success of what's going on with you. Don't keep it within. This is one that I really had to learn to do because I'm such an internal processor. I had to really practice informing my husband and my son around what I'm doing. Like, hey guys, I'm going into launch or I'm working on this book. I'm doing editing, like sharing where I am so that my, my, internal life doesn't feel so separate and isolated, but also so that I can get support, right? Um, play, co-creation, collaboration. Those are places where you place your trust in other people to co-create with you, to do, to create with you in ways that whether it's through business or family co-creation or um, your neighborhood, whatever it is, right? You trust people um, with discernment and you inform them and you ask for support and you give support. And finally, trusting your soul voice, soul voice. Your soul voice is not connected to time or space. It's beyond this life. It's that part of you that has been here, has been present in the ethers before you came into form and sort of aligned, alighted, lighted, I can't write the right word, I can't quite find the right word, it um, 
illuminated, right, with your first breath. It's who you are beyond who you are. If you can trust that part of you and trust that you're here for a reason, that your soul has a purpose here, that is the foundational bedrock of having faith in creating what you want to create the way you want to create it and understanding yourself on a deeper level that nobody else can tell you you're right or wrong, right? And it doesn't mean you fight people. It means you trust yourself so deeply that you're automatically enrolling people around you and they get it, right? Because your wobbliness about yourself, you're not trusting yourself, shows it shows in everything you do and so of course the people around you are going to have just as much as much doubt about you as you do whether they say it or sense it or feel it or say it or not it just transmits through the ethers it's an energetic imprint that you walk around with and vice versa when you walk around with an energetic imprint of deep self-trust and knowing that shows too. That's when things happen like, oh my gosh, clients just come out of the blue. People just start buying your courses. The right people at the right time show up. You just make new friends so easily. Like helpful people show up wherever you go. Like that is an energetic imprint without you having to do something, but it's a beingness when you trust yourself, your intuition, your stillness, the universe, the unknown and key others and your soul, you start to be imprinted with this deep alignment and activation of your inner worth, your inner wealth, and inner grace that translates to everything you do, to the meals you make, to the gifts you give, to the conversations you have, to the clients that all of a sudden want to work with you. I have seen this happen in my own life over and over and over. The more deeply I can come back to being focused and playful and inspiring and intuitive and passionate, but foundationally passionate, grounded in faith and trusting myself, right? Learning to really, really understand that there's something deeper happening. So... If you find yourself stuck in comparison or doubt, I highly invite you and recommend to rewind and listen to the conversation on trust and the seven aspects of trust. I'll, I'll be teaching this on a much deeper level and how to embody this in the circle. So if you're interested in helping to amplify, align, and declare your self-trust, your inner worth, your inner wealth, you are so welcome into the Divine Self-Care Circle. Um, if you have any questions about it, you can check out the link in the show notes. It's also in my Instagram under Elena underscore Lipson. You can always email us at info at And I trust now more than ever, like I don't have to go searching for women who want to join the circle. I know that the more I speak from my innermost source, trusting that you listening feel, oh yeah, like that's a woman I want to work with, then that's a hell yes. And you will find your way there. And will I stop marketing? No, I will always market and speak and record the podcast and post content that's valuable, but it's coming from a place of being focused, playful, inspiring, and intuitive, and in deep faith that the right people will come in and join. And it's my job 
to nurture the container. It's my job to keep bringing value to you so you can see what it's like to work with me once you're inside the circle. We've been doing this for six years now. Next year is our seventh year in the circle. So I'm not telling you something that I'm just dreaming up from nowhere, although those are fun too. <laughs> but I have been doing this for a while. The roots of the circle are deep and I hold that space like no one else. I have a very unique circle. I've never had to ask anyone to leave. There's never been a negative situation. The experts and mentors that come in are incredible. Um, I've had some amazing women in the circle. You can see all of that on the page that describes everything going on there. I mean, we've had six years worth of experts. Every month we have a new one. So it's like, what is that? 12 times six. How many experts is that? We've had 72 amazing experts over the years, some amazing, amazing people. I know I'm not going to go into all of them right now, but, and then we have more coming up for next year. So if you have any questions, let me know. Um, but just to remind you, and I really want to take, I want you to take this away as a transformational question for yourself is how can I trust myself in a deeper way? Or you can ask yourself, what is really possible if I trusted myself fully? And just let yourself explore. Like when we start to reflect and, and contemplate these thoughts and questions is when we start to really make time for our own inner knowing and understanding so that you can understand yourself better. You can be the you, the public you, the mom you, the business you, and you start attracting instead of pushing constantly from aligned energy. All right, that is what I got for you today. I'm gonna go take my own advice and be done with work for now. I take a break and go feed myself and nourish my body and my soul. Again, if you have any questions, please head over and message me on Instagram, Elena underscore Lipson or email us at info at elenalipson.com. And I will see you on the next episode of the Meditations and Musings podcast. Take care. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elanalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.